and welcome along to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. You are listening to Rosie and today it is our second Christmas edition. Last week we were learning all about penguins and one of the things we learned is that you would never find penguins and polar bears living in the same place and that got me thinking bears are really Christmassy thing too. We see polar bears on TV and we get bears as Christmas presents as well. So I thought we should learn more about bears. And I've got some lovely guests that are going to help me do that. So I think first of all, we should say hello to some of our youngest guests in the studio. So hello to my lovely guests. Can I first of all ask you, what is your name? Who wants to tell me first? Me. What's your name? My name is Maxon. Hi, Maxon. And who else have we got here with you? Um, my name is Gwilym. Hi, Gwilym. Maxon, how old are you? Four. Four years old. And Gwilym, how old are you? I'm eight. We've got four and eight. Max, I think you could be one of our youngest people here for Saturday Splash. And we've also got your mum, haven't we? What's your mum's name? Hello, I'm Sybil. Hi, Sybil. Okay, so are you three? Are you three able to help me find out more about our scientist guest that we've got on today? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can help me. Excellent. Okay. All right. So we've got our lovely scientists here, but I think you boys can help me interview our scientists. So, Max, do you have some questions? We'll say nice and loudly to start off for our scientist. Your name. What is your name? <laughs> Hi, uh, my name's Natalie. Hi, Natalie. And Max, do you have another question as well? What, what's your job? What's your job? So my job, I am a scientist at the Natural History Museum and I work with the collections of the mammals and the birds and the reptiles and the frogs and the fishes. So I get to play with lots of really cool animals all day. That's a very cool job. Thanks, Natalie. Gwil, do you have any other questions for Natalie? If we're going to be talking about bears today, maybe any questions about bears? Um, how many types of bear are there? Oh, that's a really good question. So there's actually only eight different kinds of bears. Um, so you'd think there might be more because we think about bears quite a lot, but there's actually only eight different kinds. And I think we're going to find out a bit more about some of those later on in the programme. Yeah, we've got a special bear game coming up. Um, so eight different types of bears. That's a good question to start us off, Gwil. Have you got any others? Does a bear have a good sense of smell and how far can they smell? That, again, is a very good question. So bears have a really, really, really good sense of smell. So we think that bears can smell about 2,000 times better than people can. Um, so they can really, really smell and they can smell for a really long distance as well. So the reason they can do that is because they eat lots of nuts and berries and they might try and find things that have been killed that they want to eat. And so they have to be able to try and detect those from a really long way away. So some of the guesses about how far, because nobody's sure, at least one or two miles. But things like polar bears might be able to smell 20 miles away. So all the way across the other side of London from where I am, I might be able to smell uh, a nice a nice juicy reindeer carcass to go and have a little nibble on if I was a polar bear. 
fitting for this time of year as well, reindeer carcasses. Um, okay, so good sense of smell. These are very good questions so far. Have you got any others for a squirrel at this point? Do all bears swim? Do all bears swim? Yeah, good Ooh, point. Because polar bears, polar bears do lots of swimming, don't they? Yeah, polar bears do loads and loads of swimming, but we think that all bears can swim. Um, some choose to swim more than others, uh, but all of them definitely can swim. But yeah, polar bears can spend you know nearly all day in the water if they wanted to. So they're very, very good swimmers. Gwil and Max, do you ever go swimming where you live? Is there a swimming pool near you? Max has been swimming today, hasn't haven't you? <laughs> Do you think you could spend all day in the swimming pool? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't you think you'd go wrinkly? <laughs> well, you have asked the really good questions of Natalie there. And I tell you what, I think Natalie's got a bit of a game for us um, coming up. Would you both like to play the game, boys? Yes. Okay, excellent. Right, well, we've got a game coming up called Compare the Bear, and of course, everyone listening at home can play along as well. But for now, let's listen to some music. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. You're listening to Rosie, of course, where this week we are learning about bears and we've got a very exciting game for us but first of all let's say a big hello again to my lovely guests so I've got a lovely family we've got mum Sybil and the two boys Max and Gwil hello 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 hello. and we've also got our lovely scientist Natalie here hi Natalie hey hey so our game is called Compare the Bear, and you, th- you three, Sybil, Mum Sybil, and the two boys are going to be playing along, and everyone listening at home can play along as well. So we're going to hear about two different types of bears from Natalie, and then Natalie is going to give us a fact. One will be about one of the bears, and the other fact will be about the other bear, and we need to work out which fact matches which bear. I think I got that right. Did I get that right, Natalie? Is that what we're doing? Excellent. That sounds about right. (laughs) Sounds about right. Okay, so Natalie, what two species of bears are we going to meet first? So the first two bears we're going to look at are the polar bear and the spectacled bear. Okay, brilliant. Okay, so we've got some pictures of the polar bear and spectacled bear. But of course, the people listening along at home won't be able to see those. So Quill and Max, could you help me describe the polar bear? What colours can you see? What else stands out to you about the polar bear? Um, The polar bear mostly has white on it. Yeah, it's really, really white, isn't it? Is there any parts of the polar bear that isn't white? Can you see something that isn't white, Max? Um, The nose. And yeah, the inside of it is. Yeah, and the claws. Yeah, the claws. Excellent, really good description. Now, the spectacled bear. I imagine most people know what a polar bear looks like, but the spectacled bear is quite unusual. Is is the spectacled bear the same as the polar bear? Does it look the same? Same? No. no. What's different about the spectacled bear? Um, um, it has, um, um, black fur mostly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, his eyes look like, like glasses. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. Like black, he's got little black yeah. eyes. Yeah. Anything um, else, Max? Um, he has claws, 
long claws, very long claws. Where is the spectacle bear? Is it on the ice or is it somewhere else? Um, it's on a tree. Yeah, so we've got the spectacle bear, it's got black fur, and you said it's got white markings around its eyes. It almost looks like it's wearing glasses, doesn't it? And it's living in the tree with big claws. So that's what we've seen so far. Natalie, did we get that right? Yeah, that's that's perfect. Um, yes, yeah, so the polar bears, these are the, they're really, really big. So they're the biggest kind of bear, um, like really, really huge. You should try and come into the museum at some point and see how massive these ones are. Um, but they live in the Arctic, so as you learned last week, not the Antarctic where the penguins are, up in the Arctic, so at the top of the world. And they're the biggest carnivore that lives on land, so the biggest meat eater living on land. And they spend so much time in the water that we actually sometimes count them as marine mammals. So along with things like dolphins and whales and, wow. and seals and sea lions, which is pretty cool. Um, so my favourite fact about the polar bear um, is that I've got some friends who study them. And to study them, they try and put collars on them so they can track where they go. And they can only put a collar on a female polar bear because the males are so muscly, the collars just fall off because their heads are the same width as their necks. They've got big <laughs> muscly necks, so the collars just fall off all the time. So that's how big and, and, wow. and sort of um, beefy these uh, these polar bears are. Then the spectacle bears, yep, so they're, they're black. And these guys live up trees, so they spend an awful lot of time climbing up trees. They eat lots of plants. And they live in South America, so much warmer places than the Arctic. And you're right, that they, it looks like they're wearing glasses. So spectacles is just a kind of old-fashioned word for glasses. And so when they were named, they were named after the fact it looks like they're wearing glasses. I think they're very, very cute. They are very cute indeed. Okay, so you've got two more facts for us. One is about the polar bear and one is about the spectacle bear, but we need to work out which fact matches which bear. So boys, are you ready to listen really closely to these two facts and work out which one's which? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Natalie, over to you. Okay, so one of these bears has arms longer than its legs to help it climb through trees. That's fact number one. And then fact number two is one of these bears has black skin under its fur to help it absorb heat from the sun. The first one, I think, was um, the spectacle bear. Okay, why do you think that? Because um, in the picture, it looks like it has legs um, and his arms are longer than his legs and... Um, yeah, he's in a tree. Yeah, he, and he's in a tree. Yeah, they spend lots of time in the trees, don't they? And the second fact then, so one of them has black skin under the fur to help it keep warm in the sun. Do you think that would match the polar bear? Yeah, I know. I know. The polar bear. You think that's the polar bear? Yeah. Yeah. To try and keep warm. Yeah, so that one has white and that one has black. Yeah, but do you think that the polar bear has black skin? You can see a bit. Yeah, you can see a bit. Yeah, it's a very clever thing yeah. design, isn't it? Okay, so we've got the spectacle bear has is fact number one, and polar bear is fact number two. Natalie, did we get it right? Yes, you did. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, excellent. Well, I'm learning a lot about bears here, but 
I think we're going to go and play some more music. So listen up and we'll be back after this. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. You are listening to Rosie and I'm still joined by my fantastic scientist guest today, Natalie. Hi, Natalie. Hello. Hello. And we've got the boys as well, the boys and their mums. So we've got Gwil, we've got Max and we've got Sybil. Hello, you three. Hello. 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 So we've learned today that polar bears spend a lot of time in water and spectacle bears have got markings around their eyes make them look a little bit like they're wearing glasses but for our next round of the game we've got two different species of bears so natalie which which species of bears we're looking at for round two okay so our next two species of bear are the brown bear and the sloth bear Oh, interesting. Okay. Quill and Max, can you help me describe what the brown bear looks like? Because we've got a picture, but everyone listening along won't be able to see that. So what can you see in the brown bear? Um, it looks like it lives in the woods. Um, could it has um, what? Maybe it's um, in, um, um, in the water because rocks has water in it so you think there might be some water nearby nice idea what color is its fur a brown brown fur yeah i think lots of people could imagine a grizzly brown bear i think people might be familiar with them but the second bear that we've got there the sloth bear does that look the same as the the brown bear no (laughs) what's different about this one um it's mostly black yeah but it has like white a bit on his neck it's neck and like there's a bit leading up to his nose but it's white he's got quite a long nose hasn't he yeah yeah uh, to me it looks like it's got quite a squishy nose as well looks like there's ears with big ears yeah big fluffy ears this one looks like it's got very long fur as well okay excellent so natalie we've had a little go at describing them there but have, are we on the right tracks yeah definitely so the brown bear i think as rose has already mentioned it's got lots of different names because it's found in lots of different places around the world so it's the same thing that we also call a grizzly bear which you might be more familiar with um so we have grizzly bears usually in north america and then when they're in europe and asia we tend to call them brown bears instead um so they're found all over the place um they're also mostly we know them for you, know, you see lots of pictures of them just before they go into their sort of hibernation type thing, eating lots of salmon. So you can see them catching all these different fishes. Uh, but they actually don't eat that much fish, um, only at that time of year. Mostly they eat fruit and berries and grass and roots. So all the time that I've gone out looking for brown bears, I've found them in the middle of a patch of berries, having some, <laughs> some lovely berries, um, which is very nice. Um, um, but one of my favourite facts about these brown bears or the grizzly bears is that sometimes grizzly bears meet up with polar bears and they have babies. And a baby, if it's got a, a grizzly bear and a polar bear as a mum or dad, they're called pizzly bears. Pizzly bears. Um, pizzly bears, which I think is a very good fact. Um, <laughs> so they're very cool. 
And then the other bears, the sloth bears, I think those are probably bears we don't know so much about. So that white bit is a V-shape. So they have a V-shaped kind of um, white thing on their neck. And that's a bit clearer in different kinds of photos. But they're really, really shaggy and messy looking bears. So, you know, when you get out of bed and you've not brushed your hair and you look yeah. really tired, these bears look like that all the time. They always look a bit disheveled, a bit messy. Maybe um, I'm a sloth bear. I always wondered on a Saturday morning, but maybe I'm just a sloth bear. Exactly, exactly. So they're uh, but they they're found in forests. They're found in India and Sri Lanka and Nepal. So in Asia, um, they've got lots of interesting things. So they've got really really long claws. Uh, they can close their nostrils to stop dust getting inside if they're walking through somewhere really dusty. And they're also very grumpy. So they're quite small bears, but they're very grumpy bears. And they will sometimes have fights. If they find a tiger, the tiger tries to eat them. The bear will often have a fight with the tiger and the tiger runs away scared. So they're grumpy little bears. Oh, wow. I like the fact that they can close their nostrils. Gwil and Max, can you close your nostrils? I don't think I can do it. No, no success over there. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's very, very cool. Okay, so can we have our facts, Natalie? One of them will be about the brown bear. One of them will be about sloth bear. We need to work out which one's which. Okay, so I've got two baby-related facts here. So fact number one is one of these bears has their babies in their sleep while they're resting for winter. So a bit like hibernation. It's not quite hibernation, but they have their babies in their sleep. And then fact number two is one of these bears carries its cubs around on its back. Oh, okay. I saw mum Sybil there go, wow, when we heard about the, the mama bear giving birth in the sleep. Is that something that sounds nice to you? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so Gwil and Max, one of these bears gives birth to their babies whilst they're sleeping, almost like hibernation. And one of them carries their babies around on their backs, maybe whilst they're moving around. So can we work out which bear might be which? Have we got any ideas? Um, I think the second one is probably the brown bear. Oh, the second one could be the brown bear. Yeah. Carrying them on their backs. Yeah, I do think, think brown bear. What do you think, Max? Do you think um, that as well? No. No. Okay, I think um that one does it. You think the sloth bear does yeah. carries them around on their back and you think the brown bear gives birth to their babies while they're sleeping. Yeah. That's what Max then thinks. And Gwilin, okay. you think it's the other way around, do you? Yeah. Mm, what does Rosie think? Well, I'm thinking about which bear might need to hibernate. Which one of these might live somewhere where it gets quite cold? And I know it's not quite hibernation, but a little bit like hibernation. So I'm I'm thinking maybe the one that lives in a colder place might might have their babies in their sleep. But I tell you what, Natalie, can you tell us the answer? Yeah, so the brown bear is the one that has babies while it's asleep. So they make a nice den, have the babies and wake up and go, oh, hello. <laughs> um, and the sloth bear will carry its babies around on its back. So keeps them hidden until they're about six months old. And then when they're big enough that they want to explore, but not so big that mummy bear wants to leave them on their own, the babies climb up onto her back and she gives them a little piggyback as she's walking around trying to find insects and termites to suck up and eat. 
Ah, that sounds lovely. I can't imagine the feeling of going to sleep and then waking up and suddenly there are babies. That that must be quite bizarre. Okay, right. On to our third and final round of Compare the Bear. We have two final species. So, Natalie, what are the last species of bear we're going to be looking at? So, yes, our last two uh, species of bear, two um, another cuddly, cuddly ones. So we've got the panda and we've also got the sun bear. Okay, lovely. So Gwil and Max, I'm going to need your help to describe these two bears. I imagine lots of people know what a panda looks like, but can you remind us, what can you see on the panda bear? Um, the panda looks like it really likes bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> and it's black and white. Yeah, which parts of it are black and which parts of it are white? The top is white and the uh, around the eyes is like black. Yeah, Even absolutely. Around the, on the ears, it's black. The ears, says Max as well. We've got black ears on the panda and the one we're looking at is eating lots and lots of food. And what about the sun there? Does that look the same or what's different about that one? Um, it looks there. Um, it's mostly black. But there's a bit of yellow on its neck. It's beautiful, isn't it? Even it has dots and it looks like a cheetah. Looks like a cheetah on that bit. A litter. Because it's, it's spotty on that yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it's got white a bit around its neck, a little bit like the sloth bear, hasn't it? But Max, that was a really good point. The white bit's got these little black spots in it. It looks a bit like a cheetah. One thing I've noticed that's a bit different about the sun bear is its fur looks shorter. It doesn't look as messy. It doesn't look like my hair on a Saturday morning, at least. Would you agree with that, that this one looks like it's got smoother fur? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Natalie, how do we do? Oh, very good. Again, you guys could be excellent bear experts. So, uh, yeah, so the polar bear, black and white is the bit that we mostly notice. So these guys live in China and they mostly bamboo. Um, and this is both a good thing for them and a bad thing, because if there's not enough bamboo, then there's not enough food for them. So they'll often just sit there chomping away at the bamboo plants uh, until they've had lots of food. Uh, they might eat a few other little bits and pieces, but it is mostly bamboo. Um, so they spend an awful lot of their day just sitting down like that and eating bamboo. So it can be over 10 hours. And it also means they do a lot of pooping. Um, so it can be up to 40 times a day that they're doing little poops. Um, so you say 40, four zero. Four zero poops for a panda. They're little poops, but still, wow. it's a lot of poops. That is a lot of poops. Yeah. So I don't think I'd want a pet panda. I think that would be a lot of cleaning out the litter tray. I didn't, don't think that would be so much fun. Wouldn't work. Um, then the sun bear, you've got a very good um, comment of noticing it's got very short hair, and that's partly because it lives in quite a warm place. So it lives in the forests in Southeast Asia. So it's probably the bear that lives in the warmest places uh, of all the bears that we've looked at so far. So it doesn't need such long hair to kind of keep it warm in the winter. It's also the smallest bear. Uh, so they they get to about 70 centimetres tall, so up to where their shoulder is. So that's not really very big. If you think of, you know, one of those standard rulers you get at school is about 30 centimetres. So it's just a bit bigger than two of those. And that's as big as they get. And so the maximum weight that they are is about 65 kilograms. And a polar bear can get up to 700 kilograms. So that's the difference in wow. 
size of these bears. Um, so it also has that white marking on its chest, a bit more round than the sloth bear, which has one that's a bit more V-shaped. And it spends lots of time in the trees, it does lots of digging up the soil to get insects and things like that. So it's eating lots of different things and also helping to disperse the seeds and help the plants to, to really survive in the rainforest. Okay, so I think we're almost ready for our final to compare the bear facts. Gwil and Max, are you ready to compare the bear? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. Natalie, what are our final two facts? Okay, so fact number one is one of these bears has an extra bone in its wrist. So the bit that joins your arm to your hand, has an extra bone that works a bit like a thumb which helps it hold its food. Okay. Complicated fact, so that's fact number one. And then fact number two is one of these bears has a very long tongue, so around 20 centimetres. So that's that's quite a big tongue. <laughs> I don't think my tongue's that long. So one of these bears has a very long tongue, which helps it to reach honey in beehives. I think one is panda and two is sun. Okay, interesting. Why do you think that? Because um, um, the panda looks like it's holding its food. Yeah, it looks like it's got a really good grasp on its food, doesn't it? Yeah. Max, do you think the same? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Should we reveal the answer, Natalie? Did we get it right? Yeah, very good. You, you are definitely bear experts. So very pandas good. have this very weird wrist bone that makes a little thumb, but the sloth, uh, sorry, the sun bear has a very, very long tongue. And you said the sun bear's tongue is like 20 centimetres long. Yeah. If, yeah, if I had, wow, if, if a human had a tongue that was 20 centimetres long, you could probably like stick it out and like reach your forehead. <laughs> At least. <laughs> <laughs> delicious yeah absolutely well amazing well that is our final round and i tell you what we've got to go and play some music now but we'll be back with some more bear questions after this hello welcome back to the saturday splash here on riverside radio good morning to you wherever you're listening from this is the part of riverside radio where we dive into nature of course and today we have been learning about bears we've seen panda bears sun bears sloth bears i think i found my affinity in bears the bear with the messy hair is the sloth bear and i think i'm all about it now and i'm still joined by my amazing young guests we've still got Gwil and max hello you both are you still okay Hello. 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 Now we've got time for just a few questions to ask our amazing scientist, Natalie. And Max, you had a really good question when we were just chatting in the break. Would you like to ask Natalie? Is a koala bear type of bear? Great question. That is a lovely question. Yeah. So koala bears are not bears at all. Uh, they are what's called marsupials. So they're actually, they're, they're most closely related. So they're like family is things like kangaroos. So they're closer to kangaroos than they are to bears. So unfortunately they're not bears. It was just a mistake that people made when they first saw them because they thought, oh, they look a bit like bears, but then. They look fluffy and cuddly for sure. Are there any types of bears, Natalie, that we haven't spoken about today then? So not koala bears, but are there any that we missed? 
Yes, yeah, so we missed two species of bear. So remember, there's only eight different species, and these are both kinds of black bear. So we have the Asiatic black bear, found in Asia, unsurprisingly, and the North American black bear, which is found in North America. And so, you know, these might be ones you see a lot on wildlife um, uh, documentaries and things like that. And so they're sort of in between the size of a grizzly and a sloth bear, and they're also eating lots of nuts and berries and all kinds of things and living in the forest. Oh, lovely. Okay. But not a koala bear. We'll just take them off our list. Um, and Will, do you have any other questions for Natalie? So Max had a really good one there about koala bears. Have you got anything else? Um, is it true that polar bears are left-handed? Oh, good question. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been sure where this came from, but it's, sadly it's not true. So polar bears use both their paws equally for swimming and for catching their food and things like that. The other funny thing people say about polar bears is when they're trying to creep up on a seal and it's all white and there's snow everywhere that they cover their noses because you noticed earlier that their nose was black and the rest of them's white. But sadly, that's not true either, even though I think that's a very, very cute idea. Daddy always says that, doesn't he? But we'll have to tell Daddy, it's not true. Stop saying it. (laughs) And I think you might have one more question as well there, Gwil, or did we get through them all? What's the smallest bear when fully grown? The smallest one. Yeah, so this one's the sun bear, the one we've we've already met. So these these guys are only up to about seventy centimeters, so that's two rulers um, tall at the shoulder. So they're you know, you know that kind of size. <laughs> so maybe about maybe about Gwilym size, perhaps. Yeah, that's a good point. So about the size of an eight-year-old. Um, that's probably about right, and they're about you know. 10 times smaller than a polar bear. So they're, they're quite small and cute. I think that is a good place to wrap up. Um, Gwil and Max, would you like to give a shout out to anyone that might be listening along at home before we say goodbye for this morning? Um, I want to give a shout out to my little cousin, Daisy. Yes, Your little cousin, Daisy? Yeah, one week uh, old. And who do you want to say hello to, Max? Um... Griffin Betsa? Uh, All your friends from school. Uh, 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 Zach, Zach from school, yeah. Okay, Zach from school. I think it's Griffin and your cousins. And yeah. you from my class. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, every, and everyone you know. know. Everyone we know. <laughs> oh, I love that. Natalie, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Any bears you want to wave hi to as we wrap up? Yeah, this I'd like to say hi to all the bears. Um, I hope hope they're having a good time and they have a lovely Christmas. Oh, yeah, I hope so too. Is there any ways that we can help bears, Natalie? Because I imagine some bears need a bit of help out there in the wild with the world changing. Yeah, I mean, I think like if you want to help most animals, the best thing to do is to try and help the environment. So try and do your recycling and try and help with with reduce climate change walk rather than taking the car if you can and just all those kinds of things all of that is going to be really helpful to all animals all over the world 
And it's definitely a good thing to remember as we go into Christmas as well. Okay, well, that really is all the time we have here on Riverside Radio. Now, I've got to tell everyone listening along, we are about to shoot off down to Battersea High Street because we have got the final Christmas light switch on for this Christmas period. So if you're in the area, come down to Battersea Battersea High Street and say a big hello to us. We'll be there with the Radio Club students as well who are going to be performing on stage. So come down and get your festive cheer on. And next week we're going to be back and we've got an author joining us and we're going to be talking about farts. Yep, I'm going to give you a warning right here. We are going to be talking about farts right in time for the Christmas Brussels sprout season. We're going to be learning if animals fart. But that is all next weekend. Um, thank you so much to my amazing guests, Gwil, Max, and of course their mum, Sybil. Thank you for joining me, you three. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> and thank you so much, Natalie. Bye. And we will see you next week. Bye.